0: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Diamond Effect podcast. We are in the episode 87. And today I want to talk about how to stop sabotaging your business growth. Okay. And last week we talked about long-term and short-term growth and how to Think about your business and take action in your business, having both of those in mind and in perspective. And one way to do that, of course, the way to do that actually is to be able to prioritize work that you have and schedule it accordingly. And prioritize in a way when you always focus majority of your time on what's Important. And usually that thing is never urgent. And a lot of business owners don't do it. They put it aside thinking, oh, I'll do it. I will do those things that I know are important for my business growth and improvements and to have more capacity for new clients and so on. I will do it when I have time. But the thing is, we never have time. We have to create it. And the more you postpone doing the important, non-urgent things, the more uh, fires you actually create, the busier you get and the harder it is. And that negative cell- cycle just repeats itself. Okay, <clears throat> so when I coach my clients and the way I teach them prioritization or how I help them, I usually show them the Eisenhower Matrix and you can Google it for yourself, it's out there and so on to show you that there's two or four types of things that people focus on tasks. Right? There's tasks that are important and there are tasks that are not important. And within both of those groups, there's urgent tasks and non-urgent. So you might have important, urgent, and non-urgent, and non-important, urgent, and non-urgent. And the way Dwight Eisenhower thought about it is that 80% of your time at least should be focused on things that are important and non-urgent because they are the ones that move you forward. They're the ones that actually accelerate your route to success and to growth. Now, the tasks that are important but urgent just got to get done right? They happen. This is like life is not perfect. So they just got to get done. But when you are proactive, focusing on mostly important things, not urgent, those will be minimal. There are not going to be as many of them, like this is like five to 10%. Sometimes I give my clients, okay, this is like 15% max, depending on the industry you're in and what you're dealing with and so on, right? But truly, you can get to really like 5%. That's like, normal. And then within the non-important task, there will be some urgent things that just got to get done. And it's the same. Those who want to delegate as soon as you can, it might not be available right away, but you want to delegate them, but they're still in the minority. And things that are not important, non-urgent, you should not be even doing them. okay? So sometimes when my client starts working with me, that matrix is actually very different for them. They're like, Maggie, everything is reversed in my world. I don't spend any time on important, non-urgent tasks. And all my time goes into urgent stuff. Some of it is important, some of it is not. And then the rest goes into non-important stuff. Is that even possible? That ideal Eisenhower matrix, is that even available? And I always say, yes, it is. And even if they tell me that they're a special snowflake, that it's not in their industry and so on, I usually prove them wrong <laughs> over time when we start working together, right? And they're like, oh my God, I had no idea. <clears throat> so yes, it is. And it's possible for you. But there is things, the work that you need to do as the CEO, that's Sometimes very uncomfortable because when you're used to operating your business one way and even though it's not, you don't like it, even though you're stressed, even though you're running all the time, your brain got used to it in a sense when it considers it somewhat safe. It's like, I kind of know what to expect. It's hectic. It's crazy. I don't like it, but I know what to expect. Whereas when you start switching to being more proactive and start focusing on things that are non-urgent and that don't necessarily always create that instant result and give you instant gratification, your brain is not used to it and it doesn't feel safe because there's no certainty in that very moment what those actions will create you gotta wait usually for that action to generate positive results and that feels very unsafe for the brain especially in the beginning when you've never done it before okay and i will give you an example so one of my clients we are working currently on being more proactive and preparing for his busy season, and kind of preparing his team, hiring, and so on. And when we started that process, his brain was resisting. And even though we talked about something during a coaching call, and the next week, I would come and ask him, and he was like, well, I didn't do it. I was busy with this, and I had to work on this, and so on. But we did agree on as we coach that the root cause of that is that his brain was just trying to avoid the discomfort of doing something proactive and almost like his brain was making it mean that he would lock himself in some financial precarious situation when that wasn't the case at all, when he still wasn't 100% certain that the work for the busy season would come even though he's run his business for X amount of years, and every year he has a busy season. But the brain was still like, well, I'm not certain. It's not ready. It's not here. We got to wait till it's here. But when we wait till it's here, it's too late. And then the team and himself are strained, right? So that's what we realized. Well, I knew that but he realized, right? So then we coached on getting his brain on board and started working. And trust me, his future self in a few months will be so grateful that his current self is doing this work, even though right now it might feel a bit uncomfortable, right? So what, you know, that's how we sometimes self-sabotage, right? That we don't even realize We just take our brain's ideas of you got to focus on this, you need to do this, you need to do that, and so on. As truth, as the truth of the universe and news, we don't question it and we just go where our kind of, I don't know how to call it, primitive brain is used to operate and feel safe and secure. So in like just being busy doing things, even though those things are not moving us forward. Okay, so I want you or I want to help you with this episode to stop that and start working towards getting yourself and working more on your business on those important, non-urgent things, gradually moving so you get to the 80%. If you're in the complete opposite or you don't even work on those things right now, you're not going to get to 80% in one day or in one week or even sometimes in one month. That's not going to happen because untangling your current way of operating will take time. If it took you, let's say, three years to create this mayhem, it's not going to take you three hours to undo it. Now, you don't need three years to undo it but it might take six months. That's why I work with my clients. Like one-on-one, I work in six months, because sometimes it takes that long. And sometimes to even get it even better and further, it takes a year, but it's all worth it. I promise. Okay, so here is a very simple three-step process how to do it. First, you need to be able to recognize when what you do is not really in the best interest of your business, long-term and short-term, you need to be able to recognize also why you're doing it. So I'll give you again examples of ways I've seen people buffer, self-sabotage business owners, right? And this is just three of many. First of it, perfecting things. Like I just need to, let's say a website, I just need to spend more time it's not perfect the colors the blog and so on it takes them forever instead of putting press button publish button it takes them forever and especially that happens with the newer entrepreneurs when they do it on their own and they're so scared to go out there and start talking about their business that are going to spend months on perfecting website and so on and being so scared or hitting publish meanwhile nobody's going to look at it because nobody knows that the website exists. Okay, so perfecting things, maybe it's a project, maybe it's whatever it is in your situation. That's one way. Another way to buffer or self-sabotage is learning and researching forever in order to avoid making a decision and then taking responsibility for whatever that decision creates. So let's say again, you know you need to implement something because it's going to be good for your business and new technology, hire somebody ahead of time, start marketing more or business development strategy, whatever that is. And you're into, well, I don't know enough. I need to research more. I need to learn more and so on, right? And you're getting there and getting there and getting busy, being so busy researching and learning. And I'm not saying that learning and researching is not good to make informed strategic decisions, but it has to be controlled and it has to be limited because too much information actually creates confusion and more uh, more uncertainty. So there is a balance between having the information and then with that making a decision as opposed to Spending so much gathering information that you're more confused than when you started. Okay? Another way of self-sabotaging is keeping busy with day-to-day. Emails, phone calls, answers, you know, going places and so on. And using that as a reason to not focus on important and not manage your time and not create time for it okay those are just three and there's many others so you want to notice when you do that and know why you're doing it you are usually doing it to avoid feeling certain discomfort that will come by doing the important things to avoid maybe making a decision And then taking responsibility for the results this decision will create when you implement it. You might be doing it because you're really scared for what that proactive work, the results it would create. Sometimes we want success and at the same time we're scared of success. Right? You want to be really honest with, each, with yourself. And not in order to shame yourself or feel bad about it, but to recognize what's stopping you so you can change that. Okay? All right. So, know why, notice when you buffer. Step number two, you want to remove that obstacle. You want to remove what's stopping you. It might be if I have some limiting belief, I might need to ask a coach for it, right? I coach my clients on their limiting beliefs, right? Or uncover what that belief is or what that thought is or what is the feeling that I'm trying to avoid, the discomfort, right? It might be as simple as, okay, I'm not doing it because it's something technology related and I don't know any technology. I'm not a tech savvy, so I'm not doing it. Just ask for help. There's so many other entrepreneurs who are, you know, versed in that, and then you'll pay somebody a little bit, it will take them five minutes, and then it will move you forward, right? Don't try to research and spend months trying to Google and learn something on YouTube that that, will, that you will use for once because it's not your core thing, just pay somebody. So much, you know, you'll create more money faster when you have that obstacle um, cared for in a way, Okay. Just make a decision. Create limits and parameters for yourself in when you are working on something, researching something, and so on. If you do need to work on your website, give yourself a week. That's it. And after a week, no matter what, I'm publishing, I'm moving on to something else. Not spend months on it. If I need to make changes to my offerings and make them decisions, give yourself, I don't know, two days probably less but if you need to two days do a bit of research make changes boom let's go now start going and promoting and selling them okay and the third simple step that's probably the most difficult is there might be some uncomfortable emotions that will come up there might be some fear of success fear of failure fear of making the wrong decision or whatever that is, feel the fear and do the work anyway and implement your decisions anyway, right? And to focus on the important, even though your primitive brain is like, oh, there's so many emails you got to respond to, you're not looking at because you're focusing on this important project. Let it shut it down or feel it and keep going, focusing on the important project. Okay. As simple as that. And the more you do it, the more time you will start focusing on the important things. And the more self-aware you are, the less time you will lose self-sabotaging, spending time being busy. Okay, And when you get to the point of that perfect Eisenhower matrix, you want to believe yourself how much you can accomplish, how much progress you can create in short period of time, how much more balanced you feel overall in your life because you're not overworking, you're not... um, You know, spending excessive amount of time trying to get to the result. And how much more enjoyable overall running your business is. And then your personal time, you have more quality time because you're not thinking about your business all the time because things are taken care of. Okay. All right. So that's what I had for this week. If you don't know how to do it yourself or you're like, Megan, that's great, but I really need help and I want somebody to just walk me step by step and make it super easy, super simple for me, you know I can help. All it takes is for you to schedule a free consultation with me first, click on the link that I will put in the show notes, 30 seconds, or chat exactly where your business is, where you want to take it, what are some challenges. I will tell you exactly step-by-step what we're going to do together. And then you end up, you can decide whether that's something that interests you or not. Okay. Other than that, have a fantastic week and talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening and if you have a suggestion, question or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at Maggie at See you in the next episode.